Wow, look at us. We made it. Thank you so much for tuning back in to the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast. I'm Fee, and you're here with me. It's the last week of August, and I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, one thing about me is I try to hope. I try to be optimistic. You know what I'm saying? I try to look to the horizon to see the phoenix rise. And um, quite frankly, you know, if I'm being honest, August was a little brutal. You know what I mean? Like, let's just... First of all, you know how you're, and you know the phrase, you take one step forward and life just kicks you, you know, three steps back or whatever. But what if you take one step forward and then life takes you in that mid-second step and all of a sudden lifts you in the sky and then slams you head first into another place where you're not even taking steps you're swimming you know what I mean like that's and it's not okay that's dramatic but I'm just saying just you just take take this journey with me and trying you know to have you visualize that sometimes you really be trying and it's just like what like a literal what pause and it's like is it patience is it patience and it's like I don't really want to be patient Anyway, I'm getting beside myself. Song of the day is Lofi, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Lofi, Falling Behind. Um, Quote of the day is by a Polish-American novelist. I'm sure there are aspects of my personality buried within me that will surface as soon as I know I am completely loved. By Jersey Kowinski. Kaczynski, again, butchering the names per usual. So glad that I have everyone's forgiveness for that. Um, Speaking of forgiveness. <laughs> okay, so, you know, I was thinking about August has been a month um, of unexpected, just soul searching or whatever. You think it's going to be over and it never is. And, um, with with the you know August is Romance Awareness Month, so I was trying to use that as you know romancing, not just uh, the coupling, but just you, a person, an individual, romancing the things that brighten who you are and in your existence and so on and so forth. And um, you know that was good. You, that I still did that throughout August, and it was wonderful. And even within the other you know, steps and emotions that I felt through August, it was still, you know, still got to keep that up. But in me doing that, um, a few days ago, I realized like, wow, I realize now why, cause I think I have, I think I could probably describe my personality as avoidant or some type of avoidant type personality. Right. And then I shouldn't say right, because of course, you know, well, you know, anyway, <laughs> but so we, we having this conversation 
Um, but yeah, so I think I'm probably I probably have an avoidant personality of some sort of some type, and then by dealing basically with well, what's the word? Um, because I'm avoidant, I isolate. Okay, and so I was real. I was like thinking about that because basically <laughs> I was trying to romanticize my isolation right and I was like dang like I was starting to realize the reasons why I isolate and of course it's to avoid conflict but it's also because sometimes there's a point where you've let so much slide from different people places and things that you no longer want to defend yourself or explain yourself or you don't even want to be on the defense anymore like you just don't want anything you're just like I can't I'm done it's been wonderful you don't want to exert anything and I just you know I think people may maybe some people would describe me as someone who you know she defends she does defend herself she does speak her mind but if I'm being honest I don't though you know and I'm just with me trying to do this romanticization of things I was realizing how many things that I've that people have said to me that are really horrifying quite frankly um and I'm sure that because I believe myself in my youth which I still probably do have anger problems. I have, you know, used different tactics when I was younger to combat these things because, you know, I didn't have, I guess, the money to get a whole therapist or whatever. But, and I think these strategies were great, but they're great to an extent because you just realize basically you've taken so much from people. And to be fair, I haven't taken the most that people can take, thank goodness, um, because that probably that I just that's not in my personality where I can just do that much. But I've done enough to know like you've done too much even with that with that, you know. And it's just like I was, and I I guess my point is I was trying to make it be water over ducks back. We get it. People are shitty. They say things whether they mean it or not. But it's like at this point. I just can't take it. And then there's also the aspect, because I'm always one of those people, I do try to make sure I self-reflect about what I've done. And I'm like, you know, I've said things, I'm sure, and done things that were inappropriate or people didn't like or whatever. But at the end of the day, did I really, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Everybody can't talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying even within those confines of me being human, it's some things people have done and said in the behaviors that they have around me where I'm just like, no, nah, this is something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we're supposed to be around each other. I don't know if we're supposed to be connected anymore. I think our time is packed. And so because I'm like, dang, what if it's just paranoia of the mind and girl, you got to just step outside more and you're just going through, you know, the thing where you're, you're trying to take these two steps forward and being, you know, thrown into a lake, you know, maybe all that is coming together and you're just, you know, isolating yourself and you're not allowing yourself to really 
But I don't want to do, I don't want to see, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't want anyone. Cause, cause when, sometimes when there's a time frame that you wait too long, which this is something that I do a lot where two things will happen. Either someone will say the last thing, you know, it'd be the straw in the camel's back. And finally, you know, it just all hell breaks loose. Or if you do, um, go to that person, place or thing, and you, you're, you start to lament <laughs> or about, you know, behaviors or whatever's happening. And then they become defensive. Now you, now you're, now you're trying to combat them being defensive about something that genuinely offended you. You know what I'm saying? And who has the time for that in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, you know, I hope I said that in chronological order. I don't know what I'm just saying. Like, I don't, for me right now, and I, you know, I kind of almost predicted the fact that 2023 would be a year of isolation and, you know, being deep in thought in another type of way. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I just really, cause I've always wanted to like ask people, you know, what was going on here or go to a place and write a letter like, Hey, what y'all got, you know? But I just never do it and again, waiting too long. And so for those of you out there that are listening, thank you, number one. And then number two, <laughs> make sure that when you have a grievance, you 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 tell the person place or thing or write or whatever the whatever you need to do to make sure a a person place or thing knows how you feel about it. And you, it doesn't have to be every time you're offended, of course, or every time something is hurting or whatever. But just nip it in the bud or or get it out before it's too late, before there's no point of return or no point of justice or whatever you want to call it. Because right now, I think I've hit my limit. And again, I'm and again because I'm avoided. I'm willing to say, you know what? If it is my fault so be it, I will isolate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my solution. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see, um, again, August has been a trip to me for internal-wise as well as, like, trying-wise because there's times when you try and, unfortunately, the trying just ain't doing it what it needs to do. Um, I don't know. So... Happy August. <laughs> I hope you're doing, you know, we're going to do, we're going to get through, but Hey, you know, it's crazy that it's the eighth month of the year, almost the ninth. I mean, I don't, I can't tell you, let me tell you something. I'm going to be honest. 2023 has been one of those years where it's like nothing happened. Like I know things happen, you know, as they do in a year, but think about it. What happened? Exactly. You're just, it's just August. So anyway, speaking of August, crystal of the month is green aventurine. Go get you some. It is the stone of opportunity and it's a form of quartz mainly found in India used for luck, prosperity, and to manifest love as well as be a physical crystal, a physical healing crystal. I think I said that right. And it can soothe, um, 
It can soothe. <laughs> it is used for trans- tranquility and it can um, cause relief or a firm relief. Okay. Sorry about that. And so the incense of the month is lavender. And again, you know, burn some incense, clear the spaces. I probably need some, you know, my damn self right now. And because lavender in particular, it brings happiness and relaxation. It attracts peace and harmony in your life. And it can also be used to induce and encourage sleep, which I know we're on the subject of incense. However, um, lavender oil for sure, you know, it really can take you to sleepy town if you put it in a diffuser and allow yourself to let the lavender do what it's it's good for. Okay, so let's get into Zima, My Life in Women's Tennis, Zena Garrison with Doug Smith. The book. Okay, so you know, speaking of grievances, <laughs> like, okay. And I'm looking at the back now, y'all, trying to see what people were saying. Yeah, they're just complimentary. Here's the thing. Again, I'm biased, number one, because biographies, autobiographies are not necessarily my first, second, or seventh, even seventh choice of types of books I would read. However, and this also kind of proves that, however, it made me want to read more autobiographies and biographies just to see if this is it was the way this was written or if others are similar okay so but I but okay so even though even still I like the fact that I read it because I'm like hey I learned something about this woman Zena Garrison her professional life she um one of the things I thought was interesting was where is it she was the first black woman to reach the Wimbledon final in 32 years, which Althea Gibson was the woman prior to her. But I thought that was interesting. I was like, dang, like I ain't, you know. So, hey, that's something. I like the fact that also, and this is not me getting into too much detail yet, but I like the fact that, and again, I've never, have I read it? Oh, I have, but it was a teenager one. Um, but I, I don't remember what was in the in at the end of that book, but I do like that she has her stats and stuff at the end of the book. I thought that was cute. So, you know, like, well, not her stats completely. That would actually would have been nice if they had like the actual like scores and everything, but they have her titles. I think you call them in highlights and, um, you know, like her ranking, and then they have the total cash prize money as well. Um, Okay, so the juice of the book. So here's the thing. Again, don't really know if it's just this book, if it's autobiographies and biographies that are about athletes, or if it's just how it goes when you read these things. But for me, I would have wanted to know a little bit more juice about Zima. The book was interesting in the fact that I'm like, okay, tennis, love tennis um, in theory because of how black women have slayed in the sport. However, don't know 
as much as I would want to know, tried to play it, did it a little thing, but it intertwined with some things. Anyway, I'm focusing on myself. This is about Zena. Okay. Zima, excuse me, Zena, Lord have mercy. Um, but anyway, I felt like she talked too much about her opponents and other players within tennis and to the point where it was like, why are we here? Why am I reading this? Because she even had given a little biography about different people. One of her opponents in that one that it was the 32 years since the Wimbledon that she was in that time um, that she was in the finals for rather she had spent so much time talking about her opponent and talking about how she was born here and I was Czech Republic and I was born. I'm like, girl, I don't care about Martina. I think it was her name. And see, why do I know her name? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to know about Martina. We reading about Zena, that rhyme. But yeah, so I, and again, I'm thinking now when a book says with a person, obviously that means that really that person outlined, well, yeah, outlined and wrote the book within the confines of how the person wanted to write the book right and some people have ghostwriters so we'll never really know she she chose to be it with Doug so I don't know if Doug was helping her like or what but it's just like and she had a part where she was talking about how she was feeling um because it was the 32 years she's that and then Althea was in the audience and so she had, she was, she had felt empowered, but then she got a little nervous because, you know, obviously a, a tennis legend was in the building or outside or whatever. And, you know, there to, to watch her. But I was like, let, we, what we could have done was spent more time on her feelings with that. Like going to the deep mind of being an athlete, being a black woman, like she tapped on it, but she didn't get into it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like if you tap your, it's just like when you go to the grocery store, you tap your card versus you having to insert, insert the card of the information that we're seeking, which is who you are, Zena. You know, that's what I would want more of rather. And um, yeah, so it was like different opponents. She spent time with them. I mean, talking about them, what her preferences, even who the player she would have perched to play. Like, I just... And she does talk about, she does talk about, you know, the building of, um, I guess her as a player or the, the growth as a player within a growth as a player, being a black woman in tennis and starting off not necessarily she was hungry but she didn't have necessarily all the resources I don't know if I said this the last time but I didn't know how expensive the sport was but and I didn't know that a coach could cost a basic coach could cost a hundred thousand dollars like that just I'm gonna be honest that kind of was crazy I was like um no so yeah that was I mean Again, I don't, but my interest in biographies, autobiographies is peaked now. I want to see what's going on in these people's lives. I am nosy, but at what cost is a thing? Because if I'm here for you, I'm here for you. I'm not here for 
your unless your opponents directly like if she had an affair with one of her opponents. Now that's the kind of deuce I want to talk about. But she didn't, you know, it's like, girl, I don't know. So that was the book of the month. Um word of the day is pulchritude. P-U-L-C-H-R-I-T-U-D-E. It is a noun and it is means desirability, beauty, or good looks, especially as in physical aesthetic. Okay. The pulchritude. Okay. My life's pulchritude needs fine tuning. You feel me? Like, do you understand? You know what? I think I underestimated people's desire or not even their desire but people will basically accept or prefer people's preference that's what it is people's preference is self-discovery rather than absorbing wisdom and receiving wisdom like I realized that some people or many many people, a lot of people, I think would prefer to burn their hand on the stove than actually listen to someone saying, hey, don't put your hand on the stove, if that makes sense. You know, because sometimes you'll tell somebody something and they genuine, and maybe it's just you're the person or there is a person, place, or thing that when that person, place, or thing communicates that, or communicate something that's needed, that's wise and sage or whatever, they don't want to accept it from that particular, you know. And so maybe they will with somebody else or something else or, or whatever. But, you know, sometimes I'm, I was just looking over my, I'm not like that per se. I um have, you know, occasionally bump my hand or burn my hand on the soul head. What? I've occasionally bumped my head and burned my hand on the stove in a metaphorical sense. However, I prefer to listen to others um, or just kind of be open to wisdom and all that kind of stuff. And it might not. And many times because I'm a human being and I've also gone through stages of life. You know, I've been a child, a teen, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, you're here with me. But so I've I've done it's been, it's not always been well received. You know, I haven't always received well wisdom. However, I prefer to listen, but, and I don't think it's anything wrong with, it's a risky, risky business to do self-discovery all the time is the way that you, um, actualize yourself in, in life. But I don't think it's, it's necessarily a bad thing, but I'm just realizing like, wow, I think it's good to be around people who are who are like minded in that kind of way to develop yourself as a human being. For instance, I would like to be around more people who accept wisdom and receive wisdom versus people who are self-discoverers. I'm not always open to discovering things myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think I don't want to be around people who are like me. And I think I've been around, though, however more people who are self-discoverers and maybe that's why there's this um clash sometimes with others you know and we never think about that dynamic of functionality of 
community or friendship or romantic relationship or even family. We never think about the aspect of, okay, how do, how do you and these other people learn? How do you and these other people receive life lessons, you know, wisdom? How do y'all get to, how do y'all grow internally? And I, and I, and I just want to say to, to the atmosphere, to the universe, that I want to be around more people who are open and willing and welcoming to wisdom from different facets and places and people, because I don't, you know, and I love a good self-discover, you know, that I love to sit in a dark room and think for hours. I'm an overthinker. I get it. But also that's just a thinking aspect. I'm talking about watching people learn a lesson, but you watch them like hurt themselves and go through these different phases, reject you. You know, you may have lost some friends along the way, you know, y'all, the listeners, but also me, myself, I'm speaking because you said something to them that really was something they would later on get, but they rejected it and you in that moment. And speaking of, I've had that happen to me many a times, maybe not thousands, but a good chunk of time, right? And I realized definitely towards as I got older, probably about 30, 31, I realized I don't like when I tell somebody something and then they come back and tell me that I was right about the thing. It's like, hey, man, I'm a trustable party in your your aura. You know what I mean? You can count on me and I get it. It's an untrustworthy land. But damn, like I don't need you to regurgitate what I already told you and act as if we're all discovering that what I've already known is a is a discovery. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all feel me on that. I don't know if y'all are, cause y'all could be the self-discoverers. I don't know. Hey y'all, you know, but I don't know. I really, sometimes that frustrates me because it's like, I don't really want to often talk. I shouldn't say that, but I don't often want to express telling a person, you know, what they should and shouldn't do basically. So when I do say, Hey, I think you should do it this way. Or I think, you know, that's bad or whatever. And I probably could change my vocab. I'm sure I am rough around the edges when I communicate because I'm impassioned about not seeing someone make a bad mistake or, you know, an irreparable mistake really is what it is or whatever. And so it's just, I just realized I'm like, Lord, you know, you don't have to tell me, you know, cause some people want to be told, I mean, or want to hear you were right. And I realized I I may not be one of those people. You know, don't even tell me I'm right. I already knew I was right. It's insulting because you went through a layer of life you didn't have to go through just to tell me what I already told. It, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, comma, for me, comma, it's not my life choice. It's not what I want. <laughs> for, but I mean, some people may like to do that. I told you so you were right. Kind of cat and mouse thing or whatever. It's just not my ministry. But anyway, the point is, is that, you know, and maybe that's the question of the day. Are you a self-discoverer? Are you a receiver of wisdom? So that's the question of the day. Um, I don't know. I'm just sleepy. I'm hungry. 
it's all happening just, I don't know, August. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Happy Romance Awareness Month. Thank you for always listening. If you're new, welcome. Um, Thank you for tuning in. I just, I'm really grateful for the support. Tell somebody who might be interesting, interest, yes, interesting, and also interested in a podcast that's about nothing and everything at the same time. Um, it's been fun, you guys. And so go to Facebook and Twitter for different postings. And again, I'm trying to figure out what to do about purchasing the difference because I actually was selling stones and incense at one point. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I could even get rid of some inventory and have y'all, you know, it all be a whole bundle or whatever the word should be. But yeah, so look out for that. Um, next week, no, this week, Friday, September's on the rise. Oh, and there's going to be, I didn't even talk about that. I wanted to talk about the full moon, the next full moon is going to be a blue moon and it's a super moon and it's called a blue moon because it's when and I think we talked about this or I briefly ran over it I also posted an article about super moons and blue moons if I'm not mistaken and so those are on Facebook and Twitter as well but yeah it's when there are two super moon like so the second super moon is called a blue moon and also learn that blue moons are not blue <laughs> but are orangey colored in color and um they believe they don't even know really why it was called a blue moon but they're assuming it's from the almanacs which by the way almanacs are talk about magical books that's that's a magical book like that's those are fire um and maybe we'll get into that in september you know what i'm saying but anyway talk to you later have a good one <laughs>